episode 163 of Nolotan. My name is Ovid Fles, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Jolian. What's good, Nolotan? Ovid's good to be with you. One last episode before 2020 is over. Yep, before we get to 2020 New Game Plus here in a few days. We said, uh, has had uh, a harder difficulty and uh, higher experience points or whatever we get next time. <laughs> yep, new XP. <laughs> new XP. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> We've leveled up if you make it through, man. Yeah, exactly. We should be we should be pre-leveled up by now. So, but hopefully the we'll make it. higher the level, the bigger the boss, right at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. This, fight, this so. is where you get the super bosses and all that stuff. Yeah, the yeah, end game like sort of scenario, right? Right, right. Right. You gotta face Thanos at the end. <laughs> oh man, how you doing, man? How's your Christmas, man? I'm. I'm doing great. Christmas was was really nice. Um, spent it with some immediate family members. Uh, there's a lot of family that I have not seen. Would have loved to have seen. Um, just uh, have not been able to do that, obviously due to the circumstances. But um, no, I mean, you know, spending time with my immediate family was quite nice. Um, we spent it really chill, and uh, I know we're gonna get into a little bit and watching a a movie <laughs> over that time. Uh, pretty uh, pretty big blockbuster movie that that came up on streaming which was pretty cool uh, to have that opportunity to watch that from the comfort of home uh, and that of course would be wonder woman we'll, we'll get into that in a brief second here but uh yeah i mean one of the the wonderful gifts that i got i'm wearing right now nice it's a nice uh death watch uh mandalorian shirt right so you got uh bo katan and sasha Banks character and all of them in here right so it's pretty cool from from the show uh, and you also, I also got a nice uh, paperback copy, House of M. I mean, I got some really cool stuff uh, over over this uh, Christmas. Uh, there, um, I'm really excited about the House of M stuff, considering, of course, that we are a month away, less than a month, excuse me, weeks away from, uh, of course, Wandavision, yeah. which seems to be much cooler than I originally thought. I, not that I thought the show was going to be bad. I, you know, I, thought, I was thought it'd be fine. Uh, you know, a regular Disney Plus Marvel content. Think, think TV Marvel, you think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, you think that kind of thing. But no, it looks like it's going to be a really nice, uh, different kind of thing. And it looks like it's going to be very important for the future of the MCU. Uh, rumor is eight episodes, something around the la- the, the timeline of like, like or first week of March or something along those lines that it would be done. Um, which is interesting because then at that point, uh, I think it's like March 19th or something there. This is when you get then Falcon and Falcon Soldier. Soldier yeah. So it, it's very well possible that we're going to have back-to-back-to-back Marvel shows throughout the year because you also got Loki, uh, you know. And, yeah, and Loki that said summer, right? Yeah, summer. That's, a, that's why I think it's going to follow. I think it will be yeah. like WandaVision, you know, obviously Captain America, Loki, and then uh, Hawkeye probably come out at the end of the year. So. Yeah. In theory, from a Marvel standpoint, we're maybe we'll have like one week separation between each of those shows where you just don't have one of those new ones. But on Disney Plus, there will always be seems like a Marvel show coming next year, which is pretty awesome. That's not even talking about the Star Wars stuff. So Disney Plus is uh, definitely going to have a huge boost just next year, and it's only going to get better beyond. Yeah, it definitely is a compelling product now. Um they, they do have competition like Netflix is coming out again with their uh, big stuff like coming in now in January Cobra Kai season three drops I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that and 
you know, HBO has really been bringing it, and we'll we'll touch on that later on. But uh, yeah, man, uh, quite on my end, man. Yeah, same thing. Spend it with immediate family. You know, my my sister came down from Washington, so spend uh, some time with her and the kids and uh, and the parents. So yeah, it was good. Ate a ton. It was great. <laughs> So it's the uh, it's the good part of the holidays, I'm, I'm right? I'm with you, man. Ton of food. Yeah, ton of food. That's the uh, that's the best part. Uh, but quiet on my end. Um, so Joel, remember the uh, the TV that I had in the in the room, right? The LG. Yeah. Yeah. Died. The PS3 is connected. It dead. It died. It died. How yeah. long have you had that thing? Uh seven years, six years, maybe. Okay. Which stinks, cause it's like I barely used it. I mean, I used it like every day for like two years but then after that it was like very sporadic um so it it you know that that kind of kind of stinks really bad yeah um you know i i actually let my dad know he hooked me up with the tv for Uh, for christmas so uh, so basically technically upgraded the the TV in the in the room. It's a smaller TV, but it's 4K. It's smart TV. Oh, nice! So yeah. HDR, Samsung. So it's good. Uh, so I'm set set with that. Uh, I haven't tested the PS3 on it yet. I was I was tempted to just move everything over here. I was like, oh, just just move everything over oh, yes. here and turn yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm <laughs> right here. So it's it's funny because um, we we realized it because uh, my daughter wanted to play Mario RPG. On the uh, on the Super Nintendo and and I was like TV won't turn on. I was like, what the heck? Wow. So that's how we noticed it. So luckily, my my monitor has a, a second HDMI port, so I was able to put it plug it into the monitor. So at least we could nice. get some some gameplay uh, on the on the computer monitor. So that was that was good. Um, I actually beat that boss on uh, the Bloodborne DLC. <laughs> So, uh, so I got good. I got good. Now I'm stuck on another boss. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's torture, dude. That, that it's, uh, that, that game to me is the, uh, significant, is the, is the, what, what's the, uh, the, the thing that they do, they used to do back in the, uh, like the olden church days, the self flogging sort of thing. That, oh, that's you're talking too... like the monks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that game to me, man. It's like I'll punish myself. Uh, but it's it's good. Like it's it's inflicted. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's frustrating and all that, but I'm still having a good time with that thing, man. It, it's nuts. Uh, my daughter got two really good games for Christmas though. It's got Smash Bros. and uh, Mario All Three D All Stars. So been playing quite yes. a bit of Smash Bros. Actually, so dude, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So being just trying to unlock everything because she she's like I just I just want to unlock Luigi. She's like she's a Luigi fangirl. So uh, so I've, I've just been trying to to unlock Luigi. So I've, I've been doing the uh, the uh, that sheet where you. Where you play play just a, the the standard smash and, and your se- well yeah well your second match is a is a is an unlock it's a foe. yeah exactly yeah. so you just do that match quit the game new challenger restart, approaches yeah <laughs> restart yeah. the game and just keep going so I've been trying to do that in between the uh, uh, the world of light thing uh, you know and uh, basically world of the light we've been like passing the controller like like she will do one I will do one. Uh, 
in a, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. Um, Mario 3D All Stars, on the other hand, is I don't want to say it's disappointing because it is not right. Uh, problem is that we've been playing the uh, the the DS version of Mario 64 for about a month. Uh, you know, I cannot either confirm nor deny that I may or may not own the cartridge for that game, but we've been playing it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's better. It's way, in my opinion, better than the N64 version. So when you go back and play the N64 version, which is basically bare bones, it's like, oh man, it's like not. It's not. It's it's yeah. It's a good game for when it came out, right? It's dated. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It has the problems. Um. Mario Sunshine runs very well. It like it's it looks great. Um, only thing is that it runs at thirty, and I think it's it has to have some gameplay element that's attached to frame rate, whether it be like the water consumption or something, has to be tied to frame rate. Uh, but that's the only thing. Other, I mean, otherwise it's solid. Like it, it's solid, solid. Uh, and then, and then Galaxy looks like a Switch game. Like that's when it's like, yeah, this looks real good because it's upscaled, runs at sixty. It just it, and it looks really, really nice. So that's like a Switch game basically, um, and it runs well. Uh, you can play with the two separate Joy Cons, kind of like like the Wii would have you play back in the day. We tried using the Pro, Pro Controller, man. What a disaster! Because <laughs> you have to actually like aim the oh, the star with the pro controller, yeah. and it's just not. You have to use those Joy Cons if you want to get the uh, full experience. Um, or playing handheld mode where you can use touch uh, touchscreen for the for the pointing instead. Uh, that would make more sense. Um, so being doing that, basically, that's been my whole week. Just just. Playing with with my daughter and doing still doing Bloodborne and trying to get the that DLC out of the way. Uh, I think once I finish with the DLC, I have the the dungeons left. Um, I played one of them and I, I was not super enthralled with it, so that's probably gonna be it. Uh, and then I'll probably move on to man, uh, probably one of the PS Plus stuff because I'm I'm saving Sekiro for for when I get a ps5 because i want to play that game at 60 yeah. are we supposed to find out tomorrow what the new uh ps plus is i think for next uh month? i think so yeah like what, what do you get this month i don't even remember oh just cause and something else right yeah. worms was it no, 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 yeah no. rumble or something yeah oh yeah there we go um yeah solo cup sipping tea man it's a uh, I gotta get. I, I got. I gotta. I gotta get into the uh, the. Uh, what's it called? The uh, um, the Red Bull game because uh, every seems like every podcaster is on that it's, game. It's okay. Sipping tea like Mariah Carey, bro. <laughs> that's his only. That's, Except I, I'm nice. I, I had to do it, guys. I know that's Except Opeth's favorite <laughs> singer of all time. No. No. <laughs> um. Joe, let's talk about Wonder Woman. And I will let yeah, you. Man. I will let you go first, and and I'm gonna see if I if I surprise you with my opinion. Okay, so Wonder Woman 1984. The short gist of it is, it is not a masterpiece, but it is not a disaster. 
It's definitely one of those movies that <laughs> it's one of those movies that like you have some like the there's a lot of strong points in it and there's a, like the negative points just really hit you heavy when you're like it 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 just yes like Rise of Skywalker <laughs> that's a great man that's a great great comparison right it's like I'm not I'm sitting here watching the movie and I'm fine like I'm not I'm not angered by the movie you know what I mean but I'm also not like like the first movie hit me emotionally in a way that it was like, wow, this is this is Wonder Woman, man. This is this lady is amazing. Especially when you get to you have certain moments you just can't forget, you know, those, you know, No Man's Land and all this, right? With this movie here, the moments that you can't forget are <laughs> some some moments that you maybe you didn't want to have necessarily in the movie. Um, the the whole you know let's, let's, talk, let's talk about first of all the positives of it and then I'll talk about the negatives right so the positives of the movie have to do with you know you have a movie that really um, does a very good job of showing a newer age of Wonder Woman right they make a great transition from where she is in the first movie to where she's in the second movie I'm not gonna talk about continuity I know people are all talking about her flying and like, why doesn't she do this about doesn't matter right that's Justice League and those yeah. things are solely separate. Yep. You you shouldn't compare it. Just compare it to the first movie. Right? And she so, she did like if you think about it, Batman. She was did. Super, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she totally did it. And honestly, I didn't care if she didn't do it and she flew in this movie. That didn't bother me at all. I thought it was awesome that she was flying in this movie. Right. Get the invisible jet. In this. By the way, we're going to spoilers, guys. If you guys haven't seen the movie. Oh sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, we're not gonna do like a story breakdown. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna do the like a story breakdown, but uh, no, yeah, spoilers. But these yeah, moments that have, to, yeah, yeah, we got we got to talk about these moments, right? So like the the positives like that, you get you get the invisible jet. Like there's some really cool the Linda Carter stuff. Love that stuff. Totally cool. Great. The negatives of it is make a wish. <laughs> it's just make a wish, much. man. Make a wish, man. <laughs> You know, John I, I, Cena. <laughs> you know, oh, like it's respect it's, to John um, Cena, though. Well, yeah, respect to John Cena, and respect to Make a Wish Foundation. They create yeah, stuff for kids, absolutely. But but Make a Wish Man in this movie is just it's it's it just does not add up. So I have a question because I am yeah. Uh, is Max Lord a character from the comics? Because I am I'm familiar Straight with up. him. Yep. Okay. Yes, he is. Is he by any chance called the Wishmaster or something like that? Not, no, no. He's no, I've always known Max him Lord. as Maxwell Lord, and he's oh. been mostly in the Superman stuff. I think I think even in the Supergirl TV show or something, they try to adapt him or something. But oh, really? One of the okay. more like almost like a lower level uh, Lex Luthor kind of character. Oh yeah, yeah. like he's all right. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. So like, so like you weren't like necessarily harming too much because it wasn't a character beloved or anything like that, right? It's not a character. If you change the character too much, it's not like anyone really noticed too much. Anyways, but like I think just the idea of having this guy universally have all these people making wishes and and understanding what why is he like what's really his end game? Like just he just keeps wanting to grant all these wishes and then him ultimately. I don't. I didn't fully understand like his end game entirely. Right. Like the only thing I I, I try and figure is that he had little man syndrome. Um, that, you know, he just, after what happened with his dad, you know, like, which again, we find out at the end of the movie would have helped a little bit more earlier on, um, just his motivations overall was just a little bit, um, a a little bit hard to understand. And the same thing goes for the other villain, Cheetah, right? So like, 
<laughs> like that's another like issue I have with the movie. Like Cheetah is in the movie, cool. Um, Cheetah has or a like great moment. All of like four seconds. Yes, but like the character, right? So like you know, Crystal Williams is playing this character, right? She's really committing to this character, but um, to me, one of the greatest moments in the movie is when she beats up the harassing dude. It's like they, like that was great, dude. Like because I, <laughs> I didn't feel bad for the guy at all. Hope. That doesn't get me in trouble, but I never felt better for the guy at all. He was. So I mean, the loser. the drunk, the drunk guy. Yeah, bum bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just calling out like, "Don't be a creep, guys." Yeah. Just if so, you're, you're watching this show. Like, yeah, he, I, I'll so, I'll circle back to that because sure. that's that's one of the one of the the points that I want to talk about. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So like you know like those kind of like stuff like that for me um, was was totally like something that you know okay I I, I thought the messaging on there was. Was was delivered right? Okay, and I don't have a problem when you have messaging, especially when something is, um, something is clearly a negative, and you address it as a negative. It doesn't necessarily bother me if it's unless it hijacks the movie, which that we know what the movie was about. We just don't understand the motivations. Anyways, but with with Cheetah's character specifically, you know, like <laughs> I joked when I was watching it because I've actually watched it twice now. Watch, I watched it a second time over, okay. over just to kind of get watch, think about it more. And like as I thought about, aside from her getting her powers, and then her also becoming like popular, you get the scene where like all her coworkers and people are all around her. She's like cool, whatever. Aside from that, like the whole like her suddenly like being like cool, like fashionable and like spend, like that wasn't necessarily make a wish, man. Like that was just a choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it was. It was very. I can I can see it was like I can see where you're coming from yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying like you didn't need a stone to do any of those things it's only until you get to the moment where like okay she you know she's like physically grabs this dude that's her that's her that's harassing her and then like you know it goes on and where she actually confronts one woman in, in, in the White House right or whatever the Capitol or whatever right? like those are like the scenes where okay she actually like the stone did something yeah but like who she innately is and all like it didn't really change so. I would have liked to have seen them take the stone and make it um, more heavily connected to like the new gods or something like that. Something like that with Ava uh, Dubonnet's uh, movie coming up. I would have liked to have seen them get a little more into the lore of that. Probably would have made it a little bit cooler. Um, the movie lacks a lot of action. Uh, it, the pacing on it has, has some issues, um, but it is very like classic DC, where like it's it's a detective-based story, and then like you get smears of action where you do the action scenes you do get are pretty cool but just not enough uh aside from that really awkward cats moment at the end but yeah man like it's it's um did i enjoy it yes i'm not gonna say i didn't enjoy it but it's i'm not gonna pretend like it's a masterpiece um it's better than suicide squad it's better than like there's there's plenty of movies out there that i would say (laughs) it's definitely better than i would actually sit and watch this Versus some of the other ones, but okay. I'm not gonna pretend like it's DC's finest. You know, I think Wonder Woman, the first one, is by far uh, in the elite category, and this one is just a sequel, man. Okay, um, I th- for the most part enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it may it may sound weird right because like I'm questioning myself when I say that I may I may need a second viewing of it second viewing helps okay I I, in uh, my 
we were very much looking forward to it. We watched it, uh, and my wife was like, "Movie's kind of slow." I was like, "I can see, I can see where you're coming from." Um, here's three problems that I have with the movie. Like, like this is like overall problems that I have with it. It's too long. Um, it's it's unnecessarily long. Right. I agree. Uh, the movie is trying to make a point, uh, like a, a socio-political point, but it contradicts itself. Point number two. Um, and, and number three is like there's... Basically, the threat in this movie is, is, is an artificial threat. It's not like an actual threat. Um, I think that just going back to the wish part when, when you were talking about Cheetah and and you got like, uh, you know, that this more of a choice sort of thing. Well, the thing is that it, it, the people that were around Barbara like like became infatuated with her artificially right that's the thing with a wish um so like she could have changed her you know dress and whatnot but people were not still not gonna treat her with that oh oh my god just like you're so cool so that's that yeah, was part infatuated yeah, yeah exactly so that's part of the wish now um I, I can see like like her making the the wish had a um, like a, a unforeseen side effects were what it basically was like she became as strong as Wonder Woman for a period of time. Um, I I really did not like the Steve, the Steve Trevor stuff, although Chris Pine was the best part of the movie. I, I agree with you though. I, yeah, I could have done without it. It was completely unnecessary. Um, he was the best part of the movie because he was on point. Like, he's he's that. So, whoever wrote his lines was on point. Wh- whoever right. that was, yeah. Because um, he, he was good. His jokes were good. Uh, you know, his reactions and everything. He was great. Like, like man, yeah, he nailed it. Good. All right. Uh, that being said, the way that his character was brought back that was a total stinker. Like, yeah, I mean, I can see the soul so, and so, another man's body. Exactly. I mean, and, and I can see, and I can see, you know, Diana not looking for like she's looking for what Steve is, not what he looks like. I can see that, right? But at the same time, it's like it's it's like a Freaky Friday kind of scenario. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? It's like, uh. I don't know. I I was a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> with it. No, it's, I hear you. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like, Could have been different. Like, like, who is this guy? Where's his family? You don't know where his family is. is <laughs> he, he just missing? hijacked his life. Did he get Did he get fired from work for not showing up for like a week and a half? Um, also, like, bro, it's like, yeah, it's I, I I'm a, it, I'm, I do the same thing with the freaking Fast and the Furious movies where like. Yeah, you know the the rock can lift a, a a truck or whatever in a movie, but but a a car goes flying next to a rocket. I was like, that's impossible. Come on, physics. Uh, and here we have uh, a short range jet fighter flying from DC to Egypt. 
like that plane would crash in the Atlantic because <laughs> it'll run out of fuel before it, you know, it gets like that. That dude, that plane wouldn't make DC to Puerto Rico. No, <laughs> that That's, plane will would, fall no. down. That's a short range. Especially nineteen eighty four. So plane. yeah. So well, that's the thing, right? It's it's a it's a plane that's in a museum, right? Right. <laughs> We're not uh, talking about so, the and greatest. So it's funny because I, I said and I said every time this happens, I say it out loud while watching movies. It's like that's a short range fighter. Why are you? That's not gonna get to Egypt. Um. So it there's. Big problems with this movie, yeah. man. Plot holes galore. Um, I it's it's funny because it's 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 one of those weird things, right? Like, like emotionally, the movie even so. There's the, the only scene that did something for me emotionally, right? Um, and and I compared it when when I was saying Rise of Skywalker, but Rise of Skywalker had many moments throughout the movie where I was moved emotionally maybe you know it was my love for Star Wars and <laughs> sure yeah yeah <coughs> excuse me um but the only scene in the movie where where I actually and and Pablo it out uh not Pablo it out, god shit <laughs> Pedro to Pedro Pascal <laughs> for making Pedro the Pascal comparison. Pedro Pascal is in Star Wars, so... Yeah, one, is a, one is a douchebag, one is not. Anywho, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Pedro Pascal was really good. Like, he was this infomercial oh, yeah. salesperson and then, you know, flipped the coin and it's like, he's a failed businessman, right? And I, I, I he was great. It was great. It was awesome. Um... Only only moment in the movie that actually did something for me emotionally was when uh, when he was talking to the kid in the office and the guy called him a loser, yeah. and and the emotion you know in the tension between him and the kid it was phenomenal phenomenal. That was it. That was the only moment in the movie where I actually felt something, dude. Okay, so so you're trying to make this this girl power feminist thing with Wonder Woman right, and then this this you know this socially charged politically political commentary. You know the the you know the the Hideo Kojima moment. It's like no nukes and no the, all these things, right? At the end of the movie, but then throughout, like for an hour and a half, bro, we got Diana crying that she misses Steve so much that she's willing to give up her power to be. No, no I, I agree. No. I, I think most people. I think even most most ladies would agree with that. That it was like why? Like I understand that she had a great connection and affection for this person, but they took it to a place where it's like, they made it where like it completely blinded her. And like, that's not Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, that just doesn't, doesn't Like her judgment up. was blinded and yeah. it was weird. Like was... that, that definitely was contrary. I, I agree. I can agree on that. Yeah. I mean, and the dude, like, like the it... first 45 minutes of the movie or the first half hour, it's really good. It's really good. The Themyscira thing, and then the uh, the 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 mall scene, that's all great, right? So, problem is that when uh when they get they they should have gotten to Egypt, an hour earlier, basically. That's that that's the whole thing, right? And how do you do this? Not putting in Steve Trevor, 
Because he was completely unnecessary. It would have jumped the narrative much faster. Yeah. Like, you jump that. I was yeah. like, oh, this crap's going on. Focus on cheating. Focus on this other thing. Don't have this complete other subplot going on. I, I enjoyed it. Actually... And even with all that, dude, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, I agree. it's weird. That's the thing. Like, we're it's talking weird. about a movie we still had a good time with. Yeah. But I agree with you to the point that I actually would say, I don't know if you agree with me on this, we're like, Steve Trevor could have been a cameo, not necessarily like a, an assisting character throughout. Like it would have been different if she would have saw the stone and it would have like made her like think like, oh, what if, you know, or something like that. Yep. But like not taking it to the to where the place where they did where it became a, mar- a main point for like having to let go of her past. But there, the whole idea, I guess, of the whole that's that's why it goes back to the problem of the wishing man, right? Because it's like, what is your greatest wish and what you like lose and, and extend for it. And for certain parts of it, it was like, okay, that's that's profound. Other parts of it, it was like, this is a little bit doesn't it's, add up. Exactly. So it, yeah. so it, it, it counteracted in certain areas. Yeah. I, I think that wishing, wishing or wishing villain, villains or anything like that without limits, like Aladdin has a, a, like a hard stop on wishing, right? Which is, and that's fine. But... Like the unlimited wishing thing that just doesn't fly on movies. It's like, it's 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 like Superman in a video game. It's like, how do you do this? Yeah, it's too it's Superman too far. You gotta give him something to <laughs> yeah. die him down, get him out of the sun or something. Yeah. So so yeah, major problems with the movie. Major major problems. Uh, I still enjoyed it though. Like exactly. I still had a good time. Yeah. It's weird. It's super weird, man. Like. And, and, and again, I saw a lot of people comparing it to Rise of Skywalker. It's like, oh man, this is like disastrous, like Rise of Skywalker level of stuff. It's like I actually like Rise of Skywalker quite a lot more than than what I like this movie. Um, is it is it is it worse than Suicide Squad? It's probably more boring than Suicide Squad, but because <laughs> bro, it's like first half hour, top notch, awesome. See? Last half hour, well, you know what? The last half hour had moments that were crap. Um, Th- that's why I, th- I think it's spotty. It's it is, yeah. Like it's like it's get... like it was written by two different people, and then they mashed together what they so, had written. And and that's the thing I want to get into the writers for a second because I think what I, I remember talking about this. Like, I'm pretty sure earlier on the show when this was being talked about, this movie being in, in production. Gosh, this podcast has been around a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I remember saying like this is gonna be the first time that we get a story like this with Wonder Woman, where you know Zack Snyder is not involved in the story at all, um, because the first movie, the story was written by Snyder. Um, the the actual, of course, directing we all know by Patty Jenkins, and it was her her style and whatnot. Um, but the actual story, the premise, the outlines was all put together by Zach. And this one was mm-hmm. purely directed by Patty and, and also story by Patty. Korean, so, um, you know, sometimes that's just what, that's just how the way it goes. You know, you get, you get that really large tonal shift yeah. and it felt very different in that way. Yeah. It, it was, it was weird. Like I'm still excited for, for Rogue Squadron. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. but as long as she doesn't write it, problem is, I think she is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I it, and it, it could it could work, right? Because you don't have the same the same sort of problems that this movie had, where you have to deal with like supernatural villains and wishing and 
Steve Four Trevor times. and all this stuff. And <laughs> uh, dude, he was completely unnecessary. Like he was it's weird because he was the best part of the movie, but the movie could have done without him. It's weird. It is the most bizarre thing that I've ever witnessed watching a movie. It's like he's awesome, he's funny, his lines are the best, but this movie would be better without him. It was, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's, there's no way to put around it. It's, it's just... bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the Anchorage thing that that was cute. The you know the Linda Carter thing that was you know yeah it's cute. I'm pretty sure that's gonna come back in the third movie. Uh, that that's what I heard. That that may yeah. be uh, you know uh, like a prequel sh- a show in HBO Max or something. That some something may may come up. Wow, man, it's it's one of the weirdest things. And, and I'm not I'm not afraid to say like, you know, when a movie's bad, like it's not like I'm I'm saying like I I thought this movie I enjoyed this movie just for the sake of saying it. Like I've been very honest when we talk about movies yeah. like uh, you know New Mutants. I talked about it the other week or like when a movie's bad, it's bad. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Um, there's some people who are treating this movie like it was an absolute disaster. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. But but I don't know uh, if you saw the Angry Joe videos on it. Yeah, there's oh, some people who are just crap. like they just wrecked on this movie like as <laughs> yeah. if they couldn't wait to to hate it. And it was like, okay, I mean, if you did really didn't like it that much, you're entitled to that. But for me personally, I feel like I've seen, I've seen some doozies. This is a movie that if I actually rewatched, I don't think I'd be like pulling my brain out. You know what yeah. I mean? Bro, because here's the thing, right? Again, going back to Steve Trevor. If you take him out, right? This whole subplot of Steve coming back and whatnot and being the fish out of water thing. It's, you know, just having that whole thing cut out and have her relationship grow with... Barbara and then Barbara turning into yes that should have been yes. the movie that should have been the movie it's way so what's that uh the 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 this the the the, the feminist thing that they do with uh with movies is like you need to have at least two scenes where the two yes, female characters there's, there's don't a, talk about a, men yes. or anything yes every specific... time they were together talking about men it's like he doesn't even pass the feminist test it's like i know Come on, man. i did hear that yeah yeah bladell is what they call it, the bladell test yeah 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 no it's 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 a uh, i thought the same thing where i was like okay i don't nothing wrong with you having these characters in here but the treatment on them was not not conductive to the overall message that they should have probably been supporting. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah was, and then, and then at the bizarre. end, yeah. at the end when they have that, uh, that, uh, uh, when they, when they, when everyone started renouncing to their wish, right. And that, that commercial thing they had go, bro, it's so, like, what the heck is this? So, and, so I saw one, one YouTuber tweet out really funny thing. He said, so somehow you got everybody to reverse a wish in a movie. He's like, well, we can't in real life. We can't even get people to wear face masks. <laughs> like, I you know, know, like, well, it's 1994, no though. I mean, yeah, people are more lax and <laughs> less angry, I guess. I don't know, man. Facebook it's... wasn't around, or that's true, yeah. Or OAN and all this bullcrap. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was weird, <laughs> but it was it was yeah. a strange movie. 
Yeah, it was but, strange. But you know what? I, I, I got to say, though, man, watch it again. I think I think because when your expectations get to a certain place, you'll, <laughs> you'll have a – you'll. You'll watch it this way, this way a little bit more looser, right? Because you know what's coming. Uh, I'm, I'm still bummed that I that I insulted Pedro Pascal. Uh, I know that getting... guy's done great stuff for. I know, man. For Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except for that, uh, I, I, man. And I, okay, can we talk about this briefly for a second? The the helmet thing. No, what's I, I don't remember. We talked about the the Grace Randolph helmet story that I for all oh, I had said yeah, it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't believe I, it. I so I you, see it. Yeah, because I sent you the 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 message. The the I sent to, I, I forwarded a YouTube video of someone calling her out and calling her lies and and all that stuff. Right. She's been doing this for a while, man. I mean, this is I this saw is a few more, new, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I saw a few more pop Be careful, out. and and you know that there was a very prominent, you know angry youtube channel that quickly picked up on it yes and he's walking off set and i've heard that he's it's it's, it's yeah you can't believe everything you hear yeah you got to be very careful you when gotta it be comes careful to that yeah stuff because sometimes just because we don't like something doesn't necessarily mean it's not that's true you know what I yeah mean? yeah wow crazy stuff um yeah. I hate it. I love it. <laughs> this is one of those I don't hate this I, movie. I hate it. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, I, I, it's I like weird. it. I like it. It's, it's fine. This this movie was like, oh man, it was like Seven Eleven pizza when you're really hungry. It's like, and you eat it. And it's, just, I mean, still pizza. You eat it and you feel good after you eat it, and you you keep going on your way home, sipping your ice latte or whatever it's yeah it's weird it's weird it's a weird like feeling and everything like talking about it now right because i like i i didn't talk about it afterwards with my wife because i don't think she i think she found it really boring yeah the the, the pacing of it was definitely it was, uh, yeah man definitely I, I that was something you pick up on right away like you don't even need to digest it to quickly realize like Something, something here from the story just doesn't add up. But when you point that out with Steve, it's absolutely true. Yeah, I mean the the Could weird thing those is those gaps differently, bro. Like the first half hour is like, yo, this is good, it's good stuff, good stuff. And then when you get to the one hour one hour mark, it's like, okay, where are we going? And you get to the hour and a half mark, it's like, bro, what's going on? And then you get to the two hour mark, and it's like, mm, nothing, nothing's happened nothing's happening and and then stuff started happening it's so weird i don't know man it just i didn't yeah like i didn't hate it right like again it's like it's the most bizarre thing right because it's like i i don't i don't think this movie was trash right necessarily but like it's, it's not, not a masterpiece yeah no 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 has glaring, glaring flaws, and right, you know, um, which is interesting to see in a movie that's written and directed by the same person. It's uh, it, again, it seems because there's another writer. I don't know who the other, the second writer was, but yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know who he was. It, it seemed it seemed like 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 Patty may have written half the movie. And then I was like, okay, I'll write... And it's like, Patty was like, oh, yeah, I'll write this characters, and you write this other characters. That's... That seem... And then and then they were talking, like... 
when when one character was talking to the other, it was like that doesn't <laughs> make sense because it's like it was like it was like does it doesn't make sense? It's weird, but I still didn't hate it. Like like I don't I still don't it's it is it is it is bizarre. All right, well, yeah, and uh, one one thing that is probably even more bizarre than that, Joel. All right. So, so Joel, you, you and I, we 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 work for a professional sports team. What and and granted, we're you know bottom of, bottom of the totem pole kind of guys. It's you know it is what it is, right? But even if one of our higher ups would go say say. Your boss's boss, Joe, would go on Twitter and start uh, say say our team makes the finals, right? And uh, and there's a, a a fan that has been a lifelong fan posts a video of him crying, reacting to the moment that we win that you know we're going to the finals, and 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 that person starts berating. Uh, that fan saying as like, oh, why are you sharing sharing this crap? You should have just kept it to yourself. What I think I think, sir, that that person's not gonna be coming back to the office. And and at least our work it's, environment. You're talk when you're talking about um berating you know that's a that's a pretty big that's a pretty big and bold thing to do publicly Mocking, on a on, on on something like like Twitter, right? So yeah, um, absolutely. Um, if you're in a position of recognition in an organization, and someone who is a fan of the organization in a moment that should be celebrated, um, and you're now, uh, you know taking a moment of celebration and twisting and somehow throwing this <laughs> throwing this around on this person as if they're wrong for celebrating this. You're of wrong course, for having emotions and sharing them. Of course, them. of course um, and and it starts, it, it's not just anybody by the way that that you do so you do to somebody who's like you know a number one fan that's like well known not just anybody um, yeah that would be That'd be pretty problematic. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, and I'm going to do this on the fly here, uh, but of course we are talking about, and and I again we're not doing this for the clickbait and the, it, I mean it's, it may sound it may sound disingenuous in our part saying that right we're not doing it from the clickbait but we're doing this as Star Wars fans, as like Star Wars is my number one thing, like. That's that's my thing, right? Um, as, you know, as uh, we go we go back to 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 theory and everything that he's done for, uh, for the community. Uh, Star Wars Theory right now has two point seven seven million subscribers on YouTube. It's number one YouTube, number one Star Wars YouTube channel. And well. If we go and look for uh, the official Star Wars channel, 
even my mom. Three point five million subscribers. So we're talking about you know less than a million. Like this guy is like he the guy on YouTube, right? For Star Wars content, love him or hate him, whatever, right? That's your opinion. Uh, I think the guy does a phenomenal job. Yeah, I mean he gotta keep it. You know he gotta keep it going. Like oh, like his videos are clickbaity and his theories are dumb. But you know you gotta you gotta keep it fresh. You gotta yeah, keep a, a perspective. Exactly. Yeah. I mean it's a theory. It's not to be taken seriously. It's not like he's trying <laughs> right. to to decipher. Star Wars facts. It's not. It's not like he's trying to decipher the human genome to cure cancer or something. He's talking about Star Wars. You know. So, uh, Pablo Hidalgo comes out and, and starts mocking him for having emotions. Like, first of all, right, um, you know, Pablo's part of the Forces female crew with, with Kathleen Kennedy. And, and again, <laughs> like, like I said off air, this may be, this may be the, the, the Nolo time episode that breaks Nolo time. Um, because I, I'm really upset. Like, I, I'm, I'm really, really upset. Um, and, I, and I'm trying to keep. Uh, I'm gonna try my best to keep my cool and 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 keep it PG and not not go off off the rails here. Um. So so one one of the big problems, like right, like this this whole you know uh, forces female Kathleen Kennedy Leslie Headland thing, Anita Sarkeesian thing that's happening out there, and you know all this like me like. Uh, uh, pop culture grifters that come out and say stuff about things. Here, here's they blame men because men are emotionless, like maniacs or whatever, right? Here comes a guy that genuinely loves what he's watching because he's he's it's his childhood hero coming back and doing what what he was. What, what was taken away from him by this crew and, and he's showing emotion for it so how dare he show emotion it's like what do you want you, I mean you want men to show emotion you want men to be like like friggin like wooden skeletons or whatever you want I, I don't know I don't know sounds like like something woman would come up with honestly it's like you want me to show emotion? You want me to show emotion, or you want me to be like like strong and not cry or not do anything? What do you want from me, right? This is like like Pablo, d- dude. I am so upset with Pablo Hidalgo right now. I am so so upset that I I got I gotta step, take a step back, man. I I am irate. I am not not pleased at all. Like effing quit quit your job right if you hate the fans so much the people that are actually putting food on your freaking table quit your job do something else i would love for theory to take pablo's job because he would be a million times better than pablo is Pablo sucks all right stop me joe because <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, 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 I am I, very upset, dude. And, no, and, it's it's fair because like you started off right. So, Ope and I have been not shy at all about our passion for Star Wars, um, for a long time. I think 
it's good to apply a little bit of context to, to some of this because it's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff circulating out there, um, and it can be a little bit confusing. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, Star Wars theory, like Obed said, already said, you know, huge YouTube channel, right? Posting this video reacting to the wonderful finale moment of the the Mandalorian season two that. I myself got emotionally um, <laughs> wrecked by, to be honest with you. I know you did as well, Obed, and Dude, I know many like, others that, that, that did too. It, it, it's crazy because I even heard uh, after this whole thing went down, right? Um, I went into uh, like people that cover the, you know, the fandom news and whatnot on YouTube and it's like I'm not even a Star Wars person and even I got like holy crap it's like I'm getting goosebumps this is awesome so like even non-Star Wars people got really excited for this and, and, it, and the moment didn't stop I mean you get that and what's happening with the child at the same time like all of it coming together and handing it over and R2 it's just it's just a moment that's like overwhelmingly welling in you uh, as a fan just it's a beautiful beautiful I mean one of the most best Star Wars moments we've had in a decade. I mean, it's just it's just a, a beautiful, amazing. I, I can't say it enough how, how amazing that was. Um, so here's the thing. A lot of so Pablo Hidalgo is like you mentioned. He's a part of the story creative group at uh, Kathleen Kennedy's regime of Lucasfilm. Pablo's been with uh, Star Wars now. He's been with Lucasfilm now for like 20 years or something on those lines. He's been there for a very long time. Um, many people before this thing didn't even know who Pablo Hidalgo is. Uh, I we did. know, we know, yeah, we know who he was. Yeah, so. yeah, because so, I, 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 uh, I actually followed the guy on Twitter for a very long time, um, and you know, I'm, I'm used to the kind of stuff that he he does. Um, to be honest, it's. It's one of those people that he always had a very uh, dark sense of humor. Um, he always would use Twitter to randomly kind of tease his stuff. He loved to get a lot of attention on, on the projects he was working on. Uh, and he was one of those people that also um, easily would use his platform to push people that would uh, attack him on his social media. He would quickly respond back to trolls and just slam them for various reasons i actually have a few tweets here from him from the past uh because I, I think it would be a little bit good to to help uh give a little bit of a background here but i mean we're talking about the kind of stuff that he would tweet out would uh he said this is january 2019 a good indication a star wars fan has been internet poison is if they know who i am i'm sorry to tell you this um Another one he put out here is, it's not fatal or anything. Sunlight cures it. Ask your doctor if sunlight is right for you. This is when people started getting, um, responding to him about the episode nine trailer. Uh, and then um, he also uh, put another thing here. Uh, Many people live rich, productive lives. This is Pablo Hidalgo. Many people live rich, productive lives of spiritual fulfillment without knowing of me or screaming about me into a webcam. They're known as the Amish. This guy would um, take it very, very, very um, personal, the trolling against him. And I think it's something to be said about the guy that's been with Lucasfilm for so long that um, he's kind of like that guy that, you know, some people might know in, the, in their workplaces that you know he's the guy who's been with the company for so long he just doesn't care anymore. 
Um, that's the kind of the guy we, that Pablo came across. He came across as the kind of guy that he just did not so, care. So here's and the thing. he didn't care about how you felt. He didn't care about how the fans felt, which makes you wonder, this guy seems to have lost track of where he is, what position he's in, the kind of power that he has, the people he's representing. Um, I, 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 I cannot say how disappointed I was when I saw this because – I'm going to be straightforward with you. Generally speaking, like if you're not a Star Wars fan, it is a completely harmless tweet. He's like, if you're not a Star yeah. Wars fan and you read this tweet, exactly what he says is emotions are not for sharing. Harmless, right? But it's harmful because we're talking about something that people are so passionate about and it's the very company <laughs> that you actually work for. So... Yes, was he was he trolling? Absolutely. The question I have, and that I cannot wrap my head around, is why would you troll somebody who, first of all, does not attack you, does not mention you? I mean, I watch almost every Star Wars video, Star Wars theory video there is, dude. I every time he puts something out, I'm watching it, right? I just I love it. I just, I, I enjoy his channel. Yeah. Um, so full disclosure, I'm not trying to to, to you know pick up on because I, I like his stuff, but. It's true. I really enjoy his, his, his content. Um, so, you know, I, I never see him talking negatively of Pablo Hidalgo at all. No, absolutely I, not. I, I don't, you know, I've he, never he, seen he, him he, talk negative about anyone in Lucasfilm. Yeah, not, say, not, cause not even with the drama, right? Not even he, with Overlord DVD and all, no. all this other stuff that was happening. Or, or, and or people who love he, the sequels and he doesn't necessarily have those kinds of feelings or things that, things that he's not into. He's always saying, like, this is a safe space, guys. Let's all be cool with each other. Like, we can all love he Star because we love Star Wars. And he doesn't build his channel in you know in lives like Mike Zero and all these other people that, yeah, yeah. that are like BS Star Wars. Who are like, oh, this thing's happening in Star Wars and nothing ever happens because you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's one of the more um, – I would say he's one of the more most level-headed YouTubers out there. He's, oh, yeah. he's in that, that place of just being a place where he has so many fo people following him and – you don't hear headlines like this where he's getting into beef with other YouTubers because that bothers me so much. The whole YouTuber beef, it's like rappers beefing or something. It's like, come on, guys. Like, it's not yeah, that serious, yeah. right? It, it, gets, it gets over me. Uh, but when I see something like this, the reason why it gets, so, it gets me so disappointed, it gets me so upset is because it feels like he's – why would you – like – I went, I don't have a problem because people start taking it out, taking taking it really big, right? People start saying like, okay, he's just attacking Star Wars fans, and how could you be a guy at Lucasfilm just attacking Star Wars fans? Time out for two seconds here. So it's cool when you go out and attack people at Lucasfilm, but one guy at Lucasfilm decides that to to put his sword out, like suddenly he's a bad guy. He's not allowed to do that. I I personally, for me, I, I don't appreciate hypocrisy. What I don't, but I also what I don't appreciate is when you pick up your short sword and shield against a guy who is not attacking you at all. That's that is that is a victim. I mean, that's that's definitively a victim because if the person is not looking to, to do you any harm, is not looking your way for anything, and you just decide to you know go take a shot at him, playful or anything, does not make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up to anyone. And I think that's where theory even came from. Where he's like, I took this very personal because it just didn't make any sense. So yeah. allegedly this morning, I want to say, he got reached out to by Lucasfilm and Pablo. Pablo even sent him an email and said, here's my number, call me, whatever. Um, but theory has made it very clear. He has no intention of, of calling right now or anything. He's saying, look, I said what I said. I mean what I mean. I don't 
understand uh, any of this. And if you really wanted to apologize, if you really were more sincere about it, you, you know, he's like, I waited six hours before I said anything. Like I let you have this up on your account. And then you made it his profile back, his Twitter ba- profile background yeah. and all this stuff. It did seem very, very like childish. It good, just did good not for him. seem like anything that, that made sense for a guy that's supposed yeah. to be an executive at Lucasfilm. Yeah, good for him for not taking the bait. Because that was totally a bait, right? And he he's, again, you said it, uh, he's one of the more level-headed YouTube personalities out there. Uh, with a very successful channel and, you know, zero drama, basically. Like, he does not do drama at all on his channel. And... Uh, yeah, that's the thing, right? They put out like a very PR, like, uh, you know, a, apology and whatnot. Um, I heard that Lucasfilm is looking for a PR person as well. Like if you go to the Lucasfilm site, they, they have a job posting for a, for a, 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 a I guess, a social media pro, a, a, a public relations person. It's, it's, it, it, yeah. I mean, why, why, why does, so why he, he, why do the Kathleen Kennedy faction of Lucasfilm hate the fans so much? Why? Like the fans have not done, but because they don't like I, the I, things you've did to Star Wars. It's like, cause you should have listened to see, what the fans. I don't have fans? a problem with them not liking them. I have a problem with them disrespecting these people. Right, like you don't stoop because that's like I think it's very rich though, Obed. Like some of the fan, there's some people that I've been seeing online where they're just like, "How could you attack like Star Wars fans?" I'm like, "Well, have you seen some of the the some of the Star Wars fans are are toxic? Literally got whatever, yeah." But that doesn't. But like even when I make that statement, I think Star Wars fans are some of the are like the best fans like there are out there, man. Like I I I love it because even whether agree or disagree, like we all love Star Wars, right? So, um, yeah, I don't have a problem with oh. you not liking. I mean, Obed, uh, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of things that that, that uh, you're involved in that um, you probably don't agree with certain fans on, if you know what I mean. But yeah, you don't have yeah. to go out and bash them, right? Oh, you can absolutely not, not like them, man. But to, to take it to a place where you got to draw a sword and go, nah, I just, to me, that's, that's anywhere. Like, you shouldn't run anything in life. Oh, absolutely. Obed, you know me, on, on whether when it comes to, you know, my social media, that kind of thing. I don't want to be known by the things I hate or, or the people that I attack. I want yeah. to be known by the thing, the, the things that I want to promote of positive change and Absolutely. positive, uh, uh, you know, enjoyment of life because life's just too short to be angry. Absolutely. So the, the wildest thing here is Joe, that, I mean, Lucasfilm is part of, part of Disney it has been for, you know, the last eight years. You don't see this sort of crap happening at Marvel. On the contrary, like Marvel has been very cautious, and uh, some of the actors, like like we saw Brie Larson getting attacked for whatever reason it was, and she defended herself. She's on. She's she has the right, you know. But you know, you want her canceled because she defended herself. Come on, that's stupid. But you don't see. Uh, you know, 
you don't see any of the executives, any of the directors, uh, because this applies to to Ryan Johnson, because Ryan Johnson's part of the the Pablo's. Oh yeah, little, he, he, he tracks the troll all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so but but you don't see this kind of crap with any other guys involved with Marvel. You don't see it from John Favreau, dude. John Favreau created the MCU, basically. It's true, and he's saving Star Wars, and then these and people, people hated Iron Man too to this day. Even and the guy yeah. made the movie, which I don't hate the movie either, right? Like I have it's issues fun. with it, but I don't hate the movie. It's better than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Look, that's what people say that like uh, you can have issues and still enjoy the movie. You know, what yeah. I mean? um, that's a whole other book to be open. But yeah. I, I, I will, I will also add in there the Obed. Like Star Wars has been around. A, Star Wars movies have been around at the level that they've been for a lot longer than Marvel. So the passion is, is a lot there. I do imagine that Marvel's on, on track to get there now, that their cinematic universe is such a massive success that probably, yep. I'm not saying it's going to get toxic. I don't want to wish that or anything like that, but I do imagine it getting a lot more. When you start getting into recastings and stuff and people are talking about 30 years later, yeah, you know, I can imagine that fandom being up there with with Star Wars. That that's a sense of, of pure passion. People are passionate about it. Yeah. I'm passionate about Dude, it. Dude, and, and you know this thing like Star Wars fans is another level, man. Like maybe maybe you know Pablo reaching out to to theory was because of freaking Variety like caught up on it and they po- and they wrecked him. They posted it. They verified that it was his Twitter account that posted the apology because he now switched. His main account to private, changed the name, and then made a new Twitter a account. Secondary. Yeah. Um, and then he posted on there saying that you know that he was meant it sarcastically, and da, 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 which I do believe. I, I actually I do 100% believe. I just don't understand why would you do that to him? Like why do you do that to? Like why would you go out and do that to? Why did you be a troll? Not, you know. Like why would you F&B go troll? be nice to the people that are that love your product. That's right? my point. It doesn't make any sense. Come on. Like, why would dude. you go with this guy and think it's fun? Like that's a really dark sense of humor that doesn't make any sense and it's that's very like, bro um, like like yeah like s rank social media right now like wendy's is s rank bro and they, they go for it they go for it and even even they they don't like they they make fun of like mcdonald's and and burger king and whatnot but they never goes like hey wendy's can i do like people like ask them questions and they would answer back and it was like you're super cool with people asking. That would crap. be like Wendy's tweeting out something crazy. Like someone tweets at them, like, "Oh my gosh, I love your your chicken tenders," and them being like, "You're dumb for liking this." <laughs> yes, that's like, exactly right. What? It's like they just hol- it's like holy you. crap, this new sauce is awesome. It's like it's like you suck for liking our sauce. You crazy? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why do you like this yeah. crap? Yeah, bro. I mean, even if it's sarcastic, like, no, I mean, because there's a place I for everything, right? It was sar- yeah. I, I don't care. That's the thing. It just doesn't make care. sense. I just yeah. don't care that he's sarcastic yeah. or not. It's like, you suck, Pablo. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Like, if you don't want to be at Lucasfilm, go do something else. Go work with, you know, whatever crap studio wants to do any of your the crap that you're doing. But if you hate your job, go find another one, bro. Come on. Pablo. Sí. Pablo, vamos. No, si no te gusta, vete. No sea, adiós mío. Si no, <laughs> en serio, Pablo. Si no te gusta el trabajo, busca otro trabajo. Bro, See, come on, I'm, man. I I will say I'm not I'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna stoop to the cancel side. I'm not gonna cancel Pablo. Uh, I recognize his contributions. Like I said, I've, I've followed the guy for a while now, and I recognize his contributions. But I also recognize that it's a problem the the behavior that that transpires here. Yeah. And uh, I I think even when I, I watched uh, Theory's video today, and uh, he even said himself because I'm not trying to get anybody to lose their jobs. And I'm like, see, like that's how you handle this kind of stuff, right? Like you, you he's you very political because he protect yeah, yourself, yeah, right? Because that's what that's what you should do. Uh, you stand up for yourself as as an adult and as a someone Absolutely. who's Absolutely. not doing anything wrong in this standpoint. But uh, I know that there's a lot of people that would stoop to a certain level. That man, it's 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 real easy to fall into, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 unfortunate but, to see that someone who's in a position of power, seemingly getting away with that. Because I I would I would love to hear what what kind of discussions are going on within Lucasfilm. Is it the kind of discussions of Pablo like you know chill out, don't do this, or is it the kind of discussions of like we need to talk because there's gonna be some consequence. I don't know how serious this goes, and and uh, it shouldn't ha- it shouldn't take this. No, you, you should have not. you should have a policy in place that like. You ne- for once, you, you never disrespect the fans because they're the ones that are uh, keeping you where you are. Can you imagine like the official Disney World Twitter saying, <laughs> "It's like, hey, I really, I really like this new, this new uh, food item you have here and at Magic Kingdom." It's like, yeah, you shouldn't come here; it's too crowded. See, Can you see? I don't. See, and I agree, it's messed up as that, but I don't look at Pablo's rec- oh. rec- um I don't look at him as he's, like, he is Lucasfilm. Like, he's an en- he's an individual that's um, powerful, but not even not even remotely the Bro, most powerful okay. or at all, right? He has, so, a, he has a seat at the table, so he, rep- he represents them, but I don't look at it as, like, Lucasfilm actually putting this out there. Like, Lucasfilm has handled themselves pretty classy on the, the Twitter sphere, yeah. but when we start talking about, like, these other parts. <laughs> oh so man, that, that's the problem, right? So, and, and we we've probably like we're beating the, the the horse by now, but um, it, it, so so there should be some sort of policy in place, right. uh, a social media policy, like every company has. Come on, right? Isn't that common? <laughs> like every company has a freaking social media policy, right? Like, if I go out, you know, talking stuff about that, dude, like, if, if I go out and, and say, it's like, oh, yeah, we show, I'm, I could get in trouble, right? It, if it's job related, if I, like, I can, you know, there's a, there's protected rights, right? Pablo has uh, every right in the world, and I will defend his rights to say whatever he wants against or in favor of a political figure. That's his, like, that's his thing. That's, you know what? Or, you know, if he's a religious person, you know, I will defend your right for you to say whatever, you, you know, to, to defend your religion or your beliefs because I, that's you, right? But, like, if, if I am a representative of the company and, and a fan does something that is not even directed to you is directed no, at your product yeah. and you come back and 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 do some sort of like sarcastic bs like this no man 
Cause, it's, because it's of, it's just not nice, dude. And and, and 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 why is it hard for the people that work at Lucasfilm to just be effing nice? I'm not saying I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say people at because people are taking it far. Like people yeah. at Lucasfilm don't like the fans. I'm like I'm sure there's plenty of just fine individuals there that don't want to have anything to do with this that are probably like yeah, just, like like any business, right? You have certain people that maybe do things and you're like. Eh we aren't with that you know yeah. but it's I, I will say that it does come across to your point but like it comes across like you are now putting on this um representation of the company now you you come across like anything we say here on the show or anything we have said is not representative of of any of any other entity that, that we're connected to this is just us as individuals solely as fans. separately completely different Correct. has nothing to do with anything that we might be connected to but that does not mean that that someone can interpret it because of your connections to certain things. People can still interpret it as something that represents what you're with, even if you say that you're doing this on your own. So it's it's it, you, like any anything else. Why would it be so hard for them to, to pull in the reins here and say, no, um, we're not going to let this kind of stuff fly? And, you know, I don't know what making an example uh, is of this guy. I don't know what that fully entails, but. Uh, it can't just be a simple. I'm sorry if you've been doing this. If you've been doing this and, and didn't feel bad about it for so so, so long, I'm you know, upset, it's, it's very dude. strange. Like I'm upset. Like I'm not. I'm not a you know a big like vote with your wallet kind of guy, right? Um, it, it's it, but like the, the the there has to be a message sent, right? And the, the I think the message was loud and clear when I think so when yeah. uh, when when Rise of Skywalker did not do well in the, in the theaters and now the reception to Mando has been explosively overwhelm overwhelmingly positive. The message has been sent. I agree. Problem is, you know, are they willing to listen? My short answer is no. Because they still have a plan. They still have a roadmap that they still want to do instead of. Why is it so hard? This is like what I that's like what I said last episode when we talked about Mando. Why is it so damn hard for them to give fans what they want? It's just like Marvel did it, DC is doing it to some extent. Uh, you know, all other companies are going out of their way to do it. Like, um, this goes back to. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna and I know that he again. I'm gonna pull another creator, and and just to you know put an example out there, uh, Neil Druckmann from uh, from Naughty Dog. Dude, the dude was berate like he was actively berated and insulted and you know harassed on Twitter because because of of you know the twists on the story of for the Last of Us Two. And he in, in um basically he was like, well, if you didn't like it, that's you know, it's up to you. That's it. That, what do you? What else do you want? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna start a Twitter fight over this crap. That's the adult thing to do, right? <laughs> but, but Pablo starts it like like he's like. I'm, he's, I'm not even being attacked, but I'm going to go ahead and attack right, you. Right, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't, 
I don't have a problem with someone defending themselves ever, right? When people start saying crazy <laughs> stuff, and I can imagine the kind of tweets that Pablo's gone in his time working in Star Wars. There's there's a faction of Star Wars fans I can imagine the kind of things they send your way. Yeah. But that doesn't give you the right to now go actively say, I'm going to pick up my spear and go find these people and hunt them down or something. Like, this does not – that's not the way to do it, you know? Um I don't again. I have no issue with anyone defending themselves, but this was not a case of defense. This was purely the offense. Yeah. And Theory is one of the nicest uh, Star Wars Bro. fans out there that that always welcomes fans from all around. So very strange. Um, it, it very is. disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah. Pablo, I'll take your job, man. I can't ride for crap, but you know I'll take it because I'll probably love it more than you do. So. So there's that offer, Lucasfilm, if you're listening. Joel, it's going to be a new year. Uh, I, I would, I, again, I'm not going to say it's going to be a new, a new game plus for us. New, new game plus, plus, plus. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where we can spend this thing next year. Hopefully we'll get some more time for to experiment with streaming we we tried a little bit this year it went okay i think yeah. um good so we'll we'll see where uh 2021 takes no load time in the meantime joel where can everyone find us man absolutely good folks ladies gentlemen good to always have you all with us thank you for sticking with us through an awesome year and we want you to stay connected share the word go ahead subscribe to our show we're uh, podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And, of course, our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to our video version there. Follow us on social media. Follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, at NoLoadTime. It's at NoLoadTime. You also can send an email to NoLoadTime at gmail.com. That's NoLoadTime at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback about today's episode. Uh, a lot of... Uh, Spicy words were exchanged here. Spicy. I think, though, we did it in a way that uh, that hopefully made sense to a lot of people. That you were able to fully uh, comprehend. I'm uh, mad, the, bro. Both the emotions and the effect and the, the events that happened because it was a lot, man. But you know what? We love Star Wars, and I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of great stuff to talk about. In 2021, there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know what 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 it holds, like you said, Obed. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming planned, but uh, I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of content, plenty of games. You hopefully, Obed, will have a PS5 next year at some point, and Man. we can get into that. We'll we'll see about that. So no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. So it's 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 funny because you know I'm I'm still like looking randomly. I'm not actively looking for one. I'm just let I'm just gonna let the 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 year go right the the whole like like Christmas season go by. Um, but like the first the uh, first game that I really want is uh the new Guilty Gear comes out in April. I think April eighth or something like that. So come on by April I should have. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not out of work. They didn't say a date for that, did they? They did not. No. That, yeah. So uh, that's that's getting delayed. Yeah, that's getting delayed. I'm calling that early. It's getting delayed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. Uh, we hope that you, uh, within all of the uh, the madness that was 2020, uh, you you're still safe and healthy. And we hope to see you again back next year. So, thank you. Have a great night. 
Have a great rest of the year. We will see you again next week.